Where's here for you? Remind me, please. I'm in Illinois, the state of Illinois. And and Carlisle, I am in uh, northwest London, uh, sunny northwest London, 16 degrees centigrade. No idea what that is in Fahrenheit. I don't know, 70. I have no idea what it is. Um, sunny and um, uh, we've had amazing weather over here the last few days as we were just saying just before we we pressed the record button it's been uh yeah it's been amazing weather i mean weather that you would see in 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 very touristical parts of of, of europe like spain and italy you know on the mediterranean you, you greece whatever you we haven't seen weather like this in a very long time so especially with i think what we've all been going through and i'll try and not say the p word or the c word or the what <laughs> <laughs> or the un word, word. <laughs> you know, and if it's just the unprecedented one I've just said, um, it, it lifts people's spirits. Yeah. How's it going? Just to briefly talk about this, how's it going where you are in terms of um, restrictions, in terms of uh, what you can or, or cannot do? Because obviously I'm European based. I, I wouldn't have a clue what's going on in the States. So um, with us over here, um... I wouldn't say the country is open or in a hard lockdown like the UK, because I know the UK is on a hard lockdown. Like yeah. Nobody is open. Over here, um, you can travel if you want to travel. Um, obviously within within the continental United States. Other countries, other like say you want to go to Caribbean and all those um smaller countries or Europe, you would have to have some type of I use the COVID vaccine or right. travel adverse a travel advert. Travel adversary um, documentation that shows that you tested negative for COVID. But in the in the continent of the United States, you can literally do whatever you want to do. All the restaurants are open for dining in or oh, dining outside. in. Bars are open, clubs are open, the whole thing is open. And I believe two states, I think it's Texas and Kentucky, I believe, right. that mandated that you don't have to wear masks anymore. Right, because the UK is starting to open up. I mean, we can only, um, last week or 10 days, we can only eat outside or drink outside. It's all new. Non-essential shops have just opened and hairdressers have opened. And that's just quite, that's quite recent. So people are feeling um, that they're getting some of their liberty and freedom back together with good weather. It's, it's a very good, you know, it's the old feel-good factor. Anyway, let's, the topic that I thought... You and I could discuss, and then again, we, you know, it, we go as we want to go. We go with the flow. Was being yourself and the power of words, um, right. and it it just came to me because I always think about who I'm going to be talking to, and every time we've had a chat, um, and when we first met, and especially in the last year or so, I think that I think being yourself is actually, well. If you can be a strong version of yourself in, in this last year, if it's maybe it's made you stronger, um, that's your way of surviving and getting through. Uh, but I think, you know, in general terms, uh, being yourself and the other one, sorry, was the power of words I forgot to mention. And I think those are linked because you need to, I believe, and I'm not here to, to, to preach, as I always say, but you need to have uh, courage and confidence to be yourself, but also at the same time, part of that is when you open your mouth and you say something and that's coming from you, you're not trying to please others most right. of the time necessarily, then that's your identity. But at the same time, we just discussed offline, I think, uh, 
and I'll take a deep breath just before we started recording that now and and you actually you know I, I was pleasantly surprised with you you know your your reaction because you agreed straight away that now people are a lot more sensitive over these last 13 14 months than ever before because of what we've right. been through and you've got to be a little bit more considerate measured careful before you say something because there's a lot of people out there that are not all extroverts like me that actually feed off being with people and naturally want to communicate and as as my wife said once she goes you can talk to anybody with a pulse um you know i'll, I'll talk to them wherever whenever however whichever country whatever situation it doesn't bother me in the slightest um whereas the introverts of the world uh, or those maybe not so confident or maybe those that don't know themselves that well don't have that self-confidence um maybe this has been quite difficult for them you know right. and it's been and I think mixed into all of that, if you don't know yourself, and that's what I want to try and define and get your take on it. Again, that's what Read Between the Lines is all about. What does it really mean? Yeah, What does it really mean? Being yourself, what, what does that really mean? I know what that means from when I was a child. I was myself and I was a child, and that's on a separate podcast, which is canned somewhere in the archives, which I haven't released yet, but um, to do with bullying. You know, right. if you are yourself, as I, as I was a kid, I was bullied for 18 months at school, um, physically, verbally, whatever. Uh, and, you know, it happens to, not just to me, happened to uh, happens to a lot of people all over the world. Um, I was completely myself. I wasn't trying to, you know, fit in or be one of the crowd. But a lot of the, let's say, the masses or the, the, the chief bully of the, of the school uh, thought that was a great reason to, uh, to you know, you, you sort of stand out, um, but that's besides the point. So, what, so, what, so what's your take on it? Um, just being yourself, mm. honestly. Just I don't know. COVID has definitely given us the opportunity, as I always said, you know, to, to look at ourselves. It gives us all that time to just be like, what are my flaws? You know, ends up why people are so vulnerable now. Because COVID has definitely made us vulnerable in all different, you know, shapes and forms. But on a personal level, most definitely a lot of self-reflection has been done during COVID. For my personal self, I believe when it comes to being myself, COVID has definitely gave me the opportunity to be vulnerable with myself, figure out what makes me tick, what I like, what I don't like, how can I improve. And also, it, with the power of words, made me realize like what words like offend me or what words don't offend me. Or what words offend other? What words that I might say offend other people? So COVID is just—it's just a journey of like self-preservation and just adapting self-love. Something that before COVID, I believe a lot of people, even myself included, didn't have enough time for because we're always distracted with either work or some type of activity that has us outside hanging out with other people or. You name it. COVID has definitely made us isolated and made us actually look ourselves in the mirror and see who are we. Like like myself, like who's Carlisle? I've been trying to figure that out for the past year, and I'm still trying to figure it out. But with all the free time, I think I'm getting closer and closer. How did you, st how did you start it off? Because it's... Some people don't even know how to do it. You know, it can be scary, I suppose, when once you decide that you want to do it or you acknowledge that you need to do it 
But how do you start it? I mean, I remember how I started it, but how, how, how do you, you know, um, how did, you know, but you were talking about you started it especially or you looked at it more and more in the last year. How did you, what was the trigger? What, 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 you know, how did you start to look in, you know, assess yourself, if you like, or start to start, start the, 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 the process? Honestly, by mm. comparing myself to who I hung out with. Because obviously you are who you hang out with, right? Birds yeah. of a feather flock together, right? Yeah. But I realized if I'm a bird that doesn't fit in with that flock, then I have to take a step back and realize who am I as a person. And then that's when I kind of started, when I realized that, that I don't fit in with other people. Mm. I'm not fitting in with myself. It's almost like trying to appease and try to please other people, but you're not pleasing yourself, you know? It's, that's how that's how I started. I just, I distanced myself from other people just to figure out who I am. Even though I know during COVID, a lot of people still hung out with each other, but I took the opportunity to, to try to get to know myself more. Because we don't know if we're going to get another opportunity like this. But that's, that's how I started. I just, I had to compare myself to other people, where they had in life where I'm at in life. I'm not saying that comparing yourself is a bad thing. Sometimes it's good to give yourself a reality check. So I, I, I found, uh, and I found what you've just said, what you've packed in three sentences, so, so interesting, because I did a similar thing. The, um, I call it kidding yourself. You know, for it doesn't matter what age you are, uh, because I, I, I won't say who in my family, but there's a member of my family that, um, Let's say he's in the um, he's in the latter years of his, of, of his life, um, and he ag- acknowledged to me a few years ago that he got to know himself when he was sixty four years of age, sixty three or sixty four, because this particular person um, was just riding the wave, you know, was just as you said right in the beginning, was just getting on with life, getting to the end of the week, um, yeah, yeah, partying, working hard, whatever, and never went down that road, never started the process. It's about like anything. You don't start it, you're never going to know. And right. what, you, what you said, I think the first thing you said was very interesting. I mean, you said about three or four things in, in four sentences there. Um, is about you distance yourself from others in order to really um, uh, assess yourself. But the reason you distance yourself is because you didn't fit in um, and that made you sort of take a step back and question yourself. Um, I've done that. And and I think when you have low self-esteem, and this is part of getting to know yourself, when when you have low self-esteem, you will, it's a vicious circle, you will not go down, necessarily go down the path of trying to get to know yourself because you've got low self-esteem. But if you've got right. low self, self-esteem, you will be more, what's the word, more compliant, more flexible, um, uh, give away some of your own identity in order to conform so that you right. can have an in inverted commas friends. Right. Most, when most, actually, most. go on, go on. No, no, I, I was agreeing with you. I said most definitely that low self-esteem definitely can be um, uh, detrimental to you trying to figure yourself out. Yeah. The most important part is it's admitting that you have low self-esteem. Throughout COVID, I've admitted to myself that I had low I had high confidence in myself and my abilities and everything. Yeah. But that, just that inner, that inner me, that inner Karloff, definitely yeah. had low self-esteem. And I think that's where 
I lose a lot of my inspiration and a lot of my drive and a lot of my motivation because of that low self-esteem and what I think other people, how, how other people may view me. But all honesty, nobody's thinking about me. Not, 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 not in a rude way or in a bad no. way, but like with yeah. my effort and who I'm trying to be. Nobody's, nobody's in a sense of the mean, you know, like nobody's judging me on what I want to do or what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And then they, everybody distracted with their own, you know, things that they got to do. And I'm distracted with mine. So I have to get that thought out of my head that, you know, nobody's paying attention. So I don't see why I'm so hard on myself when I'm trying to do something to make myself successful or, you know. But I agree. So for those low self-esteem definitely is on more. It's definitely a killer. And I think the sentence, the other one that you that you just said before was actually really, really, really key. Who do you mix with? You know, you, you, we, 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 we say in Italian, um, uh, um, we say it translated in Italian, we say, tell me, uh, tell me who you go with and I'll tell you who you are. Dimmi con chi vai ti dirò chi sei, you know. So, um, and... And it takes confidence to step out of, let's say, that clan, that tribe that you've been in for different reasons. It can be because you grew up with them. It can be because it's these are people from work that become so-called friends because that, you know, you lead, uh, you spend most of your time at work and they become friends. You socialize outside work. So it becomes a, your little bubble. Uh, it can be you've got a large family. So those are your friends, family all in one. And you would need to it would it may be especially with the family scenario it may be seen as um you being the black sheep or you out and let's say take a year out a gap year whatever you want right. to do so something completely different just to clean your head to properly reset so that you know what you're going to be doing for the next few years and you're going to do it with conviction with purpose but you're going to be doing it genuinely and you know i for years i was uh, yeah i was myself but i didn't i didn't go it was it was superficial stuff and you didn't want to go deeper well, i didn't want to go deeper because you're kind of afraid of what you're going to find and then again you were told by the you realize later in hindsight the wrong people that you are this you're not that you should be more of this you you're too loud you talk too much you're this you're that. and people are giving you critical negatives all the time right. and then what happens when people say something to you often enough you believe it most definitely yeah most, most definitely but that's 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 the threshold you just got to understand like you know what other people think of you does not define who you are and that's the i think that i think you hit again i think in hidden nail then i think that's the first step for me is um, it's it's a it's it takes a lot of courage to to step back and say right I really need to find out who I am, and to work out like what you said what makes me tick and what makes me who I am and it can be your heritage where you've come from where you were born it can be you know I I even went to the point of uh, doing like a type of um, profiling of sorts you know a type of uh, um, Checking, you know, my my am I introverted? Am I extroverted? Uh, am I a blue? Am I a red? Am I a green? Am I a yellow? What 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 kind of person am I really? And I, I basically took myself to pieces and started taking a whiteboard and started writing down 
um, what do I like? What don't I like? What you know? What, what, what am I comfortable with? What am I not comfortable? Whatever. And you sort of, it's like you're re-piecing yourself together. It's like you spend a lot of time. Anybody can criticize a business. You know, you can give your marketing ideas about a business, how it can be marketed, what's the brand image of that business, etc. But nobody does it to themselves, or very few people do it. Yeah, not a lot so, of people can take their own advice. Yeah, yeah, but 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 but. But analyze yourself. It's very easy to go outwards, but it's much harder to go inwards. Like it's much easier to criticize and be negative than it is to be consistently positive. Um, and I think liking yourself, getting to know yourself, but liking yourself is key because if you like yourself, then I would argue that you're happy in your own company, which doesn't mean you want to live on an island by yourself. But right. it means you can go for a walk by yourself. You can be a couple of hours by yourself in a park right. uh, with your earphones in and listen to a podcast, music, whatever, and just clear your head. You do not always need someone around you to hold your hand. That is true. Yeah. That is definitely true. Something I could add to that. So I yeah. To, um, I was talking to um, somebody and there were some like, you know, at a at a certain point in your life, you got to realize, like, you got to make decisions that make you happy. No, it doesn't matter how much, nothing, you shouldn't care what other people think about your decisions. But at the end of the day, you're the one that will, you were born by yourself, and you're going to die by yourself. Yeah. Life is short. You should live life to the fullest, experience all things you want to experience, obviously, in a good way. Mm-hmm. And obviously, moderation is key. But get the idea. You should be doing whatever. So with that being said, basically, like, for example, this is something that I realize, like, a lot of people are not feeling themselves with, and myself included, personally, and I realize I'm bad with this now. Um, say, like, say somebody wants you to do something, like an activity, or join them on, like, a quest, or just say somebody asks to do, right? I think it's okay for whenever, if you're not interested anymore, to stop doing it. If you're and now it feels like a chore or something to tick off a box. Honestly, not passionate in it. No matter how much your like progress is, I think you should just you should stop or take two steps back just to analyze. Like, okay, am I feeling this? Is this for me? Because I believe if you get any sense of something isn't for you, it probably isn't for you. You know, and then and that's when the emotion gets into it. Like now you just don't do it. Can I ask you a favor, Carlisle, just to go nearer to the microphone? I'm, I'm hearing you. It's sort of going in and out. So I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry. Oh, what was the last thing you heard? No, I heard that you, uh, you, you, I heard you basically said that uh, you mustn't, um, if it's not for you, then you, then you shouldn't do it. Those were the last words I heard. Yes. If you, if you, if you tried something and it's not for you, then yeah. you have a decision to make whether you want to continue or don't. Mm. But when mm. you start getting that feeling like now you get annoyed, and now you get angry, any type of those type of negative feelings go towards mm. it's probably not for you. And I feel like that's just God just telling you that's just not for you. That's just a blessing or that's just a obstacle he's just trying to steer you away from. Mm. You, know, you just you just gotta basically you just gotta be cognizant of what's for you, what's not for you. So so say this is an example that I can use. So say one of your friends wants you to babysit for them, right? You can say no. Despite how they feel, you can say no because you don't feel like it, and that's and I think that's I think that should be more normalized or rationalized in life. 
Like, I get it. I get, like, you know, that person might be near and dear to you, but if you generally don't feel like it, if you know it's going to make you angry and annoy you, don't do it. Don't do things that, you know, throw off your your peace. I think, uh, I think, Carla, if I may interrupt, I think what you're hitting on is also something else as well. I, I think it's all about, um, it's all about genuine friendship, and and it, it it it's these are what you're saying are examples or litmus tests of being that you're in the right company because people will take you for who you are, not for who you should be. Right. So so those examples are great examples and. The bottom line, it can be, you know, people, I don't know, friends asking to do a bungee jump or you should, why don't you come here, come with us to this, it'll be great. And if you are in that day, not in the mood, or if they, let's say, take a step back, if they know you really well and they know you for who you are, uh, not the facade, not, again, it's a vicious circle because it depends on what, how you project yourself as well. It's because if you don't let people in, people won't get to know the real you. But if they really know you, the, the basics of you, the foundations of you, of who you are, and if you straight away say the first time, you say, no, I really don't want to do it, rarely will you have a very good friend, a, a genuine friend say, oh, come on, why don't you do it? Oh, come on, pushing you to have that beer when, you, when you're driving your car and say, come on, it's only one beer. It's only one glass of wine. No, I've just said no. The fact you're saying no twice should and I'm and I'm being I'm I'm making an example. Maybe twice is okay, but it should ring an alarm bell in your head for you right. to think. Hang on a minute, that person is, you know, I I I don't expect not everybody's going to be super intelligent and super everything where we've all got our flaws. But really, I've just told you no, and I've got to explain to you why. Right. Okay, okay. So you do that maybe for the as a benefit of doubt, maybe gently, nicely, um, because that person doesn't mean any harm. But, but then you do start to question, you know, you have certain what I call triggers, certain tests. Right. And if those people are on basic things that you know are just wrong, you know, difference between right and wrong. And they're saying, no, nah, come on, you, come on, it's only a glass of wine. Come on, it's only, you know, if you stay over, uh, yeah, you're working tomorrow, but a few hours less sleep, whatever, whatever it is. They think, no, I, 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 this is not me. I don't want to do it. I don't feel comfortable with that. And if you're being teased or your legs being pulled more than it should or let's say twice and beyond then you know within reason where you know that you're with the, you're with the wrong people or like right. you said in the beginning and i think that's what was more spot on is you are allowing it to happen mm -hmm. which means you're with the wrong people because you're trying to conform to the majority to the strongest one in the alpha male in, in the group or to the strongest three people in the group of friends. And actually, sorry to be sort of straightforward, but people should take you for who you are. Good. And if they don't like you for who you are, then you know what? I prefer to be on my own. Most definitely. And, that's, and I think that's why there's a lot of introverts in the world because they understand, like, you know, mm. they're going to be true to themselves. And obviously, with somebody that's true to themselves, Somebody mm. from the outside looking in might be like, oh, they're selfish, they're self-centered, they're this, they're that. No, they're just being true to themselves. They're strong enough to say, no, I don't want to do it. They're strong enough to be like, no, I don't like their energy. They're strong enough to be like, you know, I'm not feeling like doing this. They're strong enough to say, no. And that's, that was my problem. So now I'm coming around with saying, no, oh, I'm not interested in this. I don't want to do that. Because honestly, it doesn't make me happy. 
was yeah, and I think linking to the power of words, why I chose this sort of topic or this sentence as well was I, 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 when I used to, in my previous employment, I used to train people, coach people in communication. And it, was, it wasn't too deep and meaningful, but it was simple, basic stuff. And I used one sentence in the middle of my sort of, there was, these were very quick one-hour coaching sessions. And I turned around and said, just remember something with words. You can't hoover them back in. Once they're, once they're out, they're out. That's it. They're in the ether. They've been heard. They've been remembered. Um, they're having an effect. Um, and I'm, I'm not pretending for a minute I get it right all the time. Definitely not. But I realize the power of words, meaning when you are um, in a I'm now I'm talking maybe more in a, in a professional sense, when you're going to work or you're working with people, you're working, I don't know, whether that be face to face in meetings, whatever. I really believe that timing and the power of words is so important. Um, and sometimes saying nothing, sometimes finishing a sentence that has quite a poignant point to it and letting that person uh, absorb it. But very often, most human beings will want to fill the void. It's a natural human instinct to fill the gap of silence. Right. And by doing that, as I've tried it a few times, that person who is, how can I put this? It, people show their hand. They show their true colors. They, if they're insecure, they will try and fill that space because they, it, it's unsettled them. They're not sure about it, whatever. You know, it, it's, it's a normal, and very often when people do that, they, sorry to say, but in business especially, they give away um, information that you might maybe wouldn't have received or right. wouldn't, have, wouldn't have got back from them. Or if their friendship in a more personal, on the sort of personal side, they will um, want to say something extra to fill that void. And sometimes that something extra is called putting your foot in it. Mm. <laughs> and you think, ah, that's what you really wanted to say. And, right. and I think when you are um, yourself and you are comfortable with yourself, you sometimes don't need to fill that void that i would argue is the strength of character or it's it's a, a great example of knowing yourself and being happy in your own company you within reason meaning it will happen sometimes but normally you don't need to prove anything so you'll say what needs to be said and if that person reacts in a certain way that you like or dislike or you can agree to disagree that's great you can have a healthy discussion or conversation but sometimes that person will want to fill the void and say something that you were not expecting. And sometimes people reveal their true colors. Um, that, is, that is true. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that it sounds like I'm, uh, it's, it's a, a calculative or a trick. It's not something that I do calculatively or consciously necessarily. Uh, or in business, maybe a little bit. But it, I think it's... Um, you. <laughs> People, a lot of people aren't themselves because people want to be liked. Right. People, you know, whether it be social media, especially, which is for me, we had a chat about that. And I, <laughs> I think, I think a social media in its simplest form of being able to connect people as we are from two different countries across the other side of the world, that in itself, point blank sentence, brilliant, excellent, right. wonderful, love it. Beyond that, don't have much time for for social media i think it's uh, gone the pendulum has gone the other way 
But if, I, I, I yeah, guess. yeah. I don't use my social media like that. Uh, yeah, I don't use it that much actually. I, I, the time I use on that has been doing something else, something more productive, and that's just distracting. But isn't it interesting that the? I mean, I'm, I'm taking a. I'm making a, a simple point now, but the people that I rate as friends of mine that know themselves quite well and are comfortable themselves, whatever ages they are, generally will only use social media between these people, between us, WhatsApp or Messenger, because we're hundreds of miles apart. So we're going to communicate using that platform. But that's more or less it. You'll find those people uh, are not using, you know, not using their Facebook page or their or their Instagram that much because it's not necessary unless it's a group of close friends. Um, and these are generally people that are quite happy themselves, don't need to prove anything. Um, and these are people that I, I think one of the litmus tests, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I want to hear your point of view, is when you are comfortable in yourself and when you are with the right company, people ask you, how are you doing genuinely rather than what are you doing? Meaning it doesn't matter what you do for a living rather than it's more important to know how you are because what you do for a living doesn't define you. That's true. What, what, definitely what you do does do. It doesn't define you. Um, I'm trying to think of a scenario where I've had to ask those questions. Well, about, about the power of words, I think, um, um, I think the power of words, I, I wrote something down here. And I put understanding and respect versus ego and center of attention. Meaning, yes. you, you understand what I mean by that? Meaning, if you respect words and, um, um, and you understand yourself and you give the, rest, the right respect to people that you are comfortable being with, then the, the words really mean a lot more. It's about being in the moment. It's about expressing to that person that you enjoy their company you enjoy their mind you enjoy like what we're doing challenging each other having a conversation about interesting subjects whereas the power of words which is a bad example or a negative example is the ego and sense of attention look at me i've got so-called friends whether it be social media whether it be having a big party of people you don't really know these people, but you know you 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 you're using words just for noise rather than it's more right. quantity versus quality. Yeah, most people like that. that are very boastful and full of ego. They're the ones that are probably the most insecure because they're looking for other people to validate themselves, where they should use themselves to validate themselves. And, and the validation is done in, by what means? Just social media, like yeah how they look, what they're doing, you know, their confidence is based on other people, where your confidence should be based on yourself. And that's where their low self-esteem comes in. So whatever, whatever, like say somebody say something negative to them on social media, they feel like they're hurting when they shouldn't. You know, they should take that as something empowering to be better. It's like structural criticism. Yeah, and I think the, uh, going back to the uh, to the pandemic just as a as an example of getting to know yourself i think you, what you said a few minutes back it's uh, been an opportunity and, and it's it's uh, and i don't think everybody will see it that way uh, for obvious reasons using the word opportunity and pandemic in, in one sentence but in terms of it is what it is so 
are you using the opportunity? You know, is anybody out there? Have we used the opportunity to really readdress, reassess, look more deeply, whatever the whatever the words are, to, in order to really um, what I call what I found in the last year is to just um, mind my French, but get rid of all the crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of people that didn't dig deep, that didn't really think about things, stuck at home looking at the four walls, having to be with people they're normally with three hours a day and they're with them 12, 14 hours a day, suddenly has made people ask certain questions about themselves, about what they can tolerate, about the people they're with, about the relationships with these people. You know, do they really love them or do they actually like them a little bit less now? Um, Because they realise that they've seen some of their flaws that they don't like. Um, And I think also materialism on top of that. Uh, you, getting to know getting to know yourself i think automatically strips out the you, the lack of or you don't need to have another watch another phone another this another that another whatever gimmick toy gadget you're actually f- more or less fine with what you've got but if you know yourself then and you don't mind just going for a walk and thinking and having a conversation with a friend that to you means a million times more than getting a dopamine hit by ordering something on Amazon. Right. <laughs> right. That's, it's discipline. You need, you need, you need, you need a lot of self-discipline, a lot of self-love. Yeah. And a lot of self-evaluation. Right? But how do you do that? How do you do that? You say that. I get it. How do you do it? Honestly, it just, it just comes to you. You just, you just analyze all the things that you have in your possession. You know, all the little things that you have that you need to get by day to day and what you use for them. And you realize, you, know, I, I, you don't really need much. You know, and once you realize you don't really need much, then I think every, everything else comes easier. Whether I, that's um, materialistic stuff, whether that's friends, whether that's you know, sneakers, clothes, whatever you Once you realize you've had enough, you can separate yourself. Yeah. You made like one extra point and become a lot more mature. Yeah. I think the pandemic has, and as I'm looking outside my window, watching people walk around, I think, and I I want to hear your take on this as well. I think once you take away someone's basic right, and you see that with old people when they're in old people's home, or they're going to be put in an old people's home, and their driving license is taken away from them, what I'm getting at is freedom and independence. Once you take that away from people and you say you now longer, no longer can do ABC, which is the basics of you just being out there and doing your thing, you have to stay indoors, whatever, whatever, then suddenly it forces you to take a step back and think um, and start to assess and analyze it. Don't, don't you think so? Yes, I, I, I definitely agree. Because even though COVID kicked off, you know, became the world pandemic, people even more people are outside. And it's just like, I thought you were supposed to be at home, but no, everybody's still outside doing what they want to do. But it shows you how much freedom and independence means, means to us, means to humans, you know? Even though somebody tells me I can't do it, just because I want to do it, I'm going to do it anyway. And I think that's somebody that's being controlled their own faith and their own life. But definitely, freedom and um, independence is very, very... Just, just think about it. Think about somebody saying you just can't do something. You do it every day, and now you just can't do it. For those reasons, and as humans, we're designed to make, to 
can't do this, why can't I do it? I'm going to show you why I can do it. And I'm going to prove to you that everybody else can still do it too. I think it's just why their nature to just think that way. You know? It's well, just we what, just can't say no. What I was getting at here was, and I think you're right, but I think what I was getting at here was when you take away people's right to socialize, right to spend the money as they want to their disposable income. So, and I think you fall, I think this, this pandemic has put people into two camps. The one camp is, I just want to spend my money just because I like spending money. I'm a consumer. I don't want to go to a restaurant. I want to have the best lunch, the best dinner. And it's about spending the money, whether that be showing off, whether that be just, you know, living the, 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 not the fictitious, but living the, uh, the so-called wonderful life, you know, uh, going to the best restaurants, uh, buying the nice watch and, um, and be seen to be seen with a, with a nice car and just having all the trimmings that come with uh, working hard or doing well. But what I found from the people that are, let's say, get, you know, are themselves, are happy in themselves, is the first and only comment I hear is, I can't see the close people, the people that I'm close to. I can't be with them. I miss right. their company. And whereas you've got two camps, that's one. And the other one is the one I just said, the, oh, I can't go to that restaurant that I love going to. I can't go to. The... And, and for me, and it's not a judgment, it's just a mindset. For me, it's, you know what? I'm not able to see my friends. Now, I go to that very simple diner or coffee bar, not because I want the best coffee, not because I want to pay uh, Starbucks prices and sit in a, in a lovely, you know, modern building, whatever, whatever. I just want to see that friend of mine and just enjoy that one hour, two hours with them. Just be in their company yeah. and not being able to do that makes you, I don't know, reassess, think, um, realize how, you know, how you, that you don't need much, that it actually is all about close friends and close family really which to me yeah yeah i think it's because humans are very um emotionally binding so emotionally what sorry like emotionally like dependent yeah we need we need people especially if somebody's really close to us and you know we're used to seeing them every day and we love them and as you said you know not being with him is very detrimental and it's very self-assessing like okay i think it, it it should just open up opportunities how else can i hang out with them, how can I communicate with them, and, you know, like, say, instead of, you say, instead of going to, you say, like, going to Starbucks or something, you know, getting a coffee and talking to them, maybe you can do it, over, maybe you can do it virtually, like, I don't know, it's just, no, you can do it virtually, but I think it makes you appreciate what you've got, I, I, I think it makes people realize that actually, all that other stuff, you know, all the superficial stuff, the, the, the look at me, I've just bought the latest car or, or telling yourself that you need another car because it's a nice thing to have. You don't need it. You know, you, you, you don't. And, and, and actually enjoying someone's company and being challenged and being pushed and being appreciated, being respected, enjoying the moment, being mindful in that moment is, you know, is, well, for me, is everything because I, I think I said this in a previous podcast. You know, I, somebody did this to us on a on a, on, a, on a kind of company day, and this guy came and did a. I uh, had half an hour, half an hour with uh, with about twenty of us, and he asked a question. I know it's one. Of, it's a crass question. It's one of these things you you hear and think, "Oh yeah, go here we go." What did he say? 
And he basically said, right, I want you to sort of do a bit of visualization, close your eyes. And this was about half an hour process. And he said, right, imagine you right, forward fast, you know, till a certain age that you've um, fortunately left, you've parted from the world. Um, you're at your own funeral. You're overseeing your own funeral. Who's there? What are they saying about you? What kind of people are there? Where is the place that you're going to be buried? What does it look like? What, what's the weather that day? You know, the whole, the, 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 the whole thing. And it just makes you stop. And really, it, the whole purpose of it was to actually you assess who you are. Yeah. What you stand for. What, 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 how, you, how you think people perceive you or how comfortable you are in your own skin and, and your identity all in one. And, and, and it was interesting to see, to hear what other people had, had to say um, and, and, what, and what they thought about you and who was there. You know, are they going to say, yeah, he was a very, very, very rich, successful guy that had a lot of real estate? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why are they going to say, yeah, actually, this guy, you know, he was a friend that every, every time I needed something, he was there. Um, we had laughs together. We sometimes drank until four in the morning. Sometimes we, we you know, and there's those moments that, 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 that you savor, that you enjoy. And I, I, and I, I think that's part of. I don't know if you're if you are yourself, and if you are comfortable with yourself, and you've discovered who you are, and it's a constant discovery. I think um, it, it doesn't stop. Then you have like kind of your own. If you know who you are, as in a, it's an identity, you know, you know what you're about. Then you are, can be, I think, a bit more selective as well. Who you're going to spend time with, who you're going to talk yeah. to, and who you don't want to talk to. Yes, but that definitely comes a trial and error, though. Yes. Who you hang around with definitely makes you who you are as well. But that definitely takes some trial and error, you know, maturation, and just, you know, because you could think somebody's, you know, down for you and you're the best person ever, best friend, and then they cross you somewhere somehow 15, 20 years from now, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes longevity and how long is it somebody doesn't really find the true characteristics of their friendship with you that's a really good point uh, i i i never uh, we, again it, it, it it's all about uh, from which way you see it but i i i get really frustrated when i hear those words oh i've known him for 30 years right and that means right. what, <laughs> what I, mean? yeah we, i don't hear i've known him well for 30 years or uh, I, I, we, you know, we, he's, he's like a brother to me and we've had some great times together over the last 30 years. I very often hear, oh, I've known him for 25 years. Well, is that a badge of honor or, or, or what? Yeah, that's something I'm also learning too. Longevity doesn't really mean anything. It's quality, not quantity. Yeah, and also amount of friends. I, I you know, when you're, when I was, you know, um, becoming an adult, let's say, you know, I I wrongly believe that it was about, you know, you needed loads of people around you, you know, loads of people around you. It's good to be sociable, have a big group of friends and you hanging out together. And then it took me a while to realize that actually we've all got 24 hours in a day. And if you try and spread that with a lot of people, you know what? You're not going to get to know a lot of people very well. <laughs> You're not going to have no time for yourself. Ah, here we go. Exactly. And if you keep on putting that, if you keep on 
putting that to one side or putting it off and saying, you know what, I'll I'll do the old meditation, getting to know myself a bit later. I'll just have fun now. Let's get the fun. Let's let's have fun and sod that looking inwards and looking at my fears and looking at my challenges and looking at my um, things that I put off that I should have, you know, confronted or whatever uh, from your childhood or whatever. It doesn't matter. Then you know what? I believe, and it's happened to me, it comes to haunt you in the end. <laughs> It definitely does. I, I don't know. I used to be like that too. I said COVID has definitely given me a lot of time to think about myself and who I am. With. And you say like, you know, figuring out who your real friends are from who are the ones that are. Everybody has a specific time period in your life. Everybody has what? Sorry. Everybody has a specific time slot in your life. Some people got five minutes worth of time. Some people got 20 years. Some people got 30. Some people got forever. Some people, mm. some people have a certain time slot in your life. Not everybody's forever. As in, you're, you're, you're talking about length of friendships or what are, what are you referring to? Anybody. Some people are just meant to influence you for a certain time in your life. All right, in terms of in terms of how long they will be in your life and how much how much they will influence you in that moment. Yes, some people are just people are time. I believe that people are like time slotted. You know, that's so interesting. You might know you might know somebody for like three months, and they realize, eh, either they've done their you feel like they've done their purpose in your life. Yeah, or you understand that message through nature. Yeah, or. You know, the time just ran out. You know, it's almost like a, it's almost like a um being self-aware. You know, when somebody is supposed to be in life for a long time, whereas somebody shouldn't. I think you're right, Carla. I think you hit another nail on the head. Self-awareness is a is a is a really big thing because self-awareness is a very big part of finding out who you are, but also, I believe, being able to survive in society. Um, it helps you um, learn, it helps you better yourself, uh, but it also helps you to be mindful as well because if you are self-aware and aware of what, who you are and what you're saying and how you act, then you are not afraid to, um, you know, always be self-critical, but also be, you know, going, going back to the power of words, you know, you appreciate that actually being with that person and being, mindful being in the moment with them um and then what you say and how you say it it has to be genuine of course but you out of respect you're not just going to say anything because you don't need to prove anything you're saying something because you want to share a feeling share a moment share an argument share a topic whatever um and and you are maybe more measured because you just want it to mean more. You want to say something that's meaningful rather than just say something just for the sake of saying it. Right. I believe. I don't know. Yeah. I've stumped you. <laughs> he <did>. <laughs> <laughs> He's got what? No, you can't go quiet on a podcast, Carla. No, it's not allowed. I know. I know. <laughs> but, uh, I'll depart. But, you know, with you just saying, the power of words, definitely, it goes along. You know, once you already said it, you said it. Whether you meant it or not, you said it. And now it's up to the other person. To... And I think I think it's really, with the power of words, I think it's really, um, I've done it more times than I can count, 
where you want where you're too eager you want to say something because you're excited about something you're passionate about something and out it comes very often without thinking it through and thinking it through can be a second or two it doesn't have to be a minute um depending how fast your brain works and then once it's out then in a in a potentially dangerous way you may be saying it to somebody that cares for you as much as you care for them god forbid cares more for you than you care for them because you are not aware how much you love them or like them or or how much they care for you and you suddenly see it in their eyes and you've just immediately offended them just because you can talk you just wanted to express your feelings or express your opinion on something but you didn't for one second think about their who they are where they come from or or what they generally like or dislike and how it might offend them. Um, and then once you put your foot in it, <laughs> that's when the power of words works to another level where you have to repair the situation somehow by apologizing or showing that that was not meant in any harmful or in any disrespectful way. But yeah, it's again, you can't hoover the words back in. Once they're out, they're out. They're out. <laughs> that's, you're done. But yeah. again, you can't monitor everything. I'm not suggesting that we should all, you know, um, vet every word we say and, you know, and be just a, uh, become a robot. But at the same time, it's just too easy to say something because you're maybe tired or maybe you're a bit cranky because you didn't sleep well the night before. You had a couple of glasses of wine and whatever. And then that's when you're maybe not so self-aware or not so disciplined. And then you open your mouth, it comes out, and then you are ah, right. <laughs> Yeah, but damn. Sorry. You know they say, you know they say, only three types of people tell the truth: the drunk, the angry, and babies. So, the drunk, the angry, and the who? And babies. (laughs) So you never, you never know. Sometimes you just need to get that off your chest. Sometimes, you know. And 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 I do believe if you really care about somebody, you're gonna hurt their feelings. You're going to. And you're gonna hurt their feelings in a in a um structural criticism type of way in a positive way you're going to hurt their feelings because it's, a, it's for the betterment of themselves and you're going to get to them because you know how to get to them as well because you know them exactly and oh. they should understand you and know that you're not trying to disrespect them or anything you're just trying to say things for the better of themselves I think you're right they've got to know where from who and where those words are coming from which place they're coming from right because it's so easy for someone to jump on something and you think, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. You know, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be very, very careful. I say this. I think we're going to close in a, a minute or two. because I can't believe it's already been 50 minutes. Um, right. Doesn't surprise me with you. Never does. <laughs> um, but I, 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 I won't even do, I won't even do gender. This person, um, and, and in a way, and, and I know this, this will sound weird, maybe not, but uh, it was a great uh, wake-up call that I think I needed because sometimes I wouldn't say I'm complacent, but sometimes, you know, you, 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 you go through life and you're quite, you know, you become selective about who you, who, you, who you spend time with. I do anyway. I don't want to spend time with somebody I don't want to be with. Uh, and I've been like this for, I don't know, uh, a few years now. And I got caught out. And it doesn't happen to me that often, but I got caught out. And I would say that it was a part of getting to know this person. I had my instincts flagged up, you know, gave me a little alarm bell from day one. And this person, he or she, um, my alarm bells were, be careful of this person. They're not for you. This is not the kind of person you want to be friends with. 
Um, and you just have to be careful, you know, basically in the nicest possible way, stay away. This, this, this is not person you want to, you're not going to connect with. This it's, it's not for you. And I didn't listen to my instincts. I went with the superficial. I went with what I could see. Mm. And this lasted for approximately eight years until a few weeks ago. And this person, um, I won't go into detail, um, but surprised me. Um, and, and I'm saying this from a positive point of view. I've got nothing against this person whatsoever. I wish he or she all the best in the world, as I would with anybody that I'd befriended uh, on any level. Um, because, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've always been or tried to be genuine. I'm not perfect, but I tried to be genuine. And this person surprised me and ended up saying things from out of anger or frustration. I'm not sure where, which place, let's say. And it, again, reinforced the point that you really need to be careful uh, who, you, who you spend time with. Right. And if you've got any in good instincts, you know, that, that, that gut feeling that says, you know, don't question why, just, just, just don't do it. And you go against it because your rational brain says, hey, hey, all the signals are good. This person's positive, they're smiling, they're saying the right things. But what that instinct was telling me in hindsight was they are not genuine. There is some, mind my friends, some shit going on there that will come to the surface one day. Yeah. And it did. And that person said things to me that I, I even very politely restrained myself and said, I don't know if these words are meant for somebody else because I don't, I don't recognize the, per, you know, I don't recognize these words. I don't, I don't understand why these words are being directed to, to me because if you knew me well, then you would know that that's the last thing I would say, do whatever. Um, and, uh, and that was a great lesson learned, a great lesson learned. And it doesn't matter what age you are, you will always learn something, always. Most definitely, you always learn. It doesn't, and, it it made me go, and it made me go, okay, wow. And then it questioned myself. I questioned myself for a few minutes. You know, because you think, did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? You, know, you sort of self-analyze what you said or how you said it because but then i came to the default thing of well i know myself i know who i am i know what i stand for and if you know me well or get to know me well then you know that what i say and who i am is 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 always true and always honest and i would never do anything to if i want to spend time with you i will i will be there all the time for you no questions asked um, and I just, I, it, it just took me by surprise. So what I'm saying is the power of words is, is, is one thing. Um, and what you say and how you say it and is important, um, because of, yeah, as I said, you cannot, you know, less is more sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously not, more so. obviously not on sometimes. a podcast, not on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you just gotta say like, you know, some people just don't want to see you happy. Some people pretend. Ah, the word jealousy comes to mind. Yes, jealousy is definitely a big thing. And I think you hit the nail on the head. And with this particular individual, he or she, it was exactly that. It was, I recognized that straight away. And I was very careful how that thought came to my head. Or I didn't, let's say, um, um, amplify that thought. I just acknowledged it and said, that's it. And then that's it. I acknowledged it. 
it was recognized, done, and it was compartmentalized and finished because it's not an ego trip. You know, it's not about, you know, I am this and I am that and I'm better than them. Absolutely nothing to do with it. I am comfortable with who I am. I've got to know myself on a reasonable level. Um, and you hit the nail on the head. That person was jealous of me being happy and being happy in my own skin. Yeah. And obviously that reflects back on them. And then they say, hang on a minute. He's happy, but actually, really, am I? Mm. And then that manifests itself in what frustration, anger, whatever. Um, and then that that is thrown back at you. Well, that person is gonna eventually come to their senses and apologize and realize that they said it. They're gonna they're gonna realize what the feeling is, and it's gonna be. They just gotta be mature enough to themselves, even not to you, but to themselves. Like you know, that was wrong. But, but yeah, but you, again, I, I think you're right, but it's not, it, obviously it's not up to me to, 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 they need to do that by themselves. You know, he or she needs to understand that. And I think it's going back to the core. You get, you need to be comfortable in your own skin and be, and also being comfortable in your own skin and the advantage of being comfortable in your own skin, or let's call it the telltale signs, the, um, the, the, the the sort of signs that you are that show that you are comfortable in your own skin. I sorry, I can't find the the right words. Um, is you are grateful. You are demonstrating gratefulness, humbleness, uh, being humble. Um, you 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 are generally positive. You are generally happy for somebody to be happy. You want them to be happy. You um, give them more space. You know, you, 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 I'm not saying I get all this right all the time. Don't please don't get me wrong. I, I'm I'm getting there, but you know. You, you, you're not judgmental. You know, all those things are key indicators that you are a good person and you're happy in yourself. Yeah, those are. They are. To me. You've got to find people out there that just like that. Yeah, and you've got to be a bit more selective. And I think you said it right in the beginning. You, it, you are, you, you know, and, and that's in a more business context as well. They, they say you are going to be as successful as the 10 people that you mix with. And that applies personally as well. Look at the Harvard happiness study that, that, that's been done over 70, 80 years. And this curator, who's, you know, I think it's the fourth curator now, uh, it's been over, what, two, three generations, have proved that the people that are, are the happiest are, are the most comfortable, that they are comfortable in themselves. They have a very close community. They are, uh, which support each other, support themselves, and also it's about being, you can't feel that support or be able to give and share your time and the support if you're not comfortable in yourself. Because if you're not comfortable in yourself, you'll generally shut yourself away from the world or you're living a lie. And one day that, com that, that comes to a, you know, you crack, that cut, you know, the cracks start to show. You just hope it doesn't happen. You just hope it doesn't happen too late. Say that again, sorry? You just, you just hope that this... this that realization doesn't happen too late that you may be living your life a lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. The better. Yeah, and I think you're right. It's finding the people that have a like-minded, let's say, mindset uh, because one thing that I don't want to do and I'm not allowed to do and I'm, I, 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 it's, it's, it's something I won't do um, is you can't judge or preach. You know, why don't you think like, you know, bringing the horse to water? I think we discussed it on our previous podcast. You know, you, you, mm -hmm. 
you can help, you can guide, you can say, hey, have you thought reading that book? Have you thought reading this book? And um, have you seen that program? You may find that interesting. And you hope that they may look at that program because if they watch the the Netflix The Secret or they read Napoleon Hill or they read Robert Kiyosaki or whatever it may be, that may be the acupuncture that may twist the needle in their head that may start making you know, chain turning things around that may start opening people's eyes, but you can't do that. Uh, you know, unless you're a very, very clever psychologist or psychologist, you can't do that <laughs> yourself and say, I'm going to do all that for you. Just spend a few hours with me. Really? <laughs> That's yeah. You just gotta, you, you, you can recommend them, but you can't yeah. force them to do it. Look on that note, it's been an hour. I know you're a busy man and you're, um, got a lot to do today because you're what six hours behind. I've got my sister downstairs who's going to be going to get her son because she's come over here for my um, for my little not birthday party but little family get together for my birthday. So, um, oh, happy birthday! Well, thank you. It was it was yesterday. It was I just did the big five zero. So that's uh... okay. That, that's a long, hey, that's a that's a good life to live. You live you live a, a good life. <laughs> I don't, it's, they say 50 is the new 40 or whatever the hell is. And, I'm, and I'm going listen I still think I'm 36 in my head my body sometimes doesn't want to agree <laughs> I'm about to be I'm about to be 23 and I'm scared I don't know I think you're well from what from my perspective you're 23 and I think you're 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 41 in your head <laughs> that's what happens when you you know you take a step back and just realize you know who you are as a person well, well, I can only say from my point of view, of course, I haven't met many people of your age like you. And I, and, and I mean that as a compliment. I really do. Because you, you've got, yeah, you need experiences in life to be able to, to, to progress, of course. Uh, that, that goes for anybody. But what you are saying and what you know from a wisdom point of view, from a, from a mindset point of view, is, is way, in my humble opinion, way beyond your years way beyond your years and my son's going that. the same way he's 13 going on 16 when he was 10 he was going on 13 i can have a conversation with my 13 year old son he's gonna be 13 in a week and i my jaw drops sometimes and i sometimes i have to take a step back and go that's my son wow <laughs> great oh fantastic so with you i tell you what i'm yeah, it doesn't matter how you got there or where you're getting it from, but it's uh, if you only carry on the way you are, I, I, well, I think I think it's fascinating. I think it's interesting, and I think it's uh, it's all good. It's all positive. Thank you. I all right. Well, I mean it genuinely, so it's my pleasure. Look, have a lovely day. Thank you for your time. Of course, and you we'll, too. And enjoy we'll... your birthday celebration. Enjoy your party. Thank you. Yeah, it's a very stay-at-home get-together with my parents that I'm staying with and my sister's come over. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. We're going to have a nice time. And um, it is what it is. You've got to enjoy the moment rather than, than what it should be. Just enjoy it as it is. Yeah, have a beer for me. I will do. I will do. Take care, <laughs> yeah? All the best. Yeah. Lovely speaking to you. Yes, sir. Take care. Bye.